Hello, and welcome to Wife, Mother, Slave, Sex Goddess. I'm your host, A. Hayward. Today is the beginning of Season 2. If you're listening to me, that means you enjoyed Season 1. Thank you so much. As you all know, I started these episodes because I cannot believe that I am the only woman that feels like this in her life. Life gets hard sometimes. Sometimes it's wonderful. As a mother, as a wife, or even if you're a long-time girlfriend, long-time relationship, whatever you are, this shit ain't easy. We gotta encourage each other to keep going. Knowing each other, go through struggles, but stick it out is crucial. Now, I'm not saying stick it out if you're getting beat or mentally abused. That is not what I'm saying. It's time to cut those strings and run. I'm just talking about the everyday struggles of teenage attitudes, husbands not listening, and they say they are. You know, just difficulties in life. And don't add a job in because, Lord Jesus, the struggle's real. So, season two, episode one. Thank you for tuning in. Today I want to talk about the struggles of having a teenage son. You know, it's funny, when my son was a baby, he was a very active young man. He was crawling at five months, walking at seven months. At age of one, he we lived in a townhouse, and he would be at the top of the steps, and he would literally jump to the bottom of the bottom steps, and my nerves was bad, like really bad with him, crawling out of baby beds and he would scoot all the stuff up to the playpen and climb out and I was in college at the time when I had him trying to graduate and when I tell (laughs) y'all I know I was wrong but that tv babysat my child for me it did judge all you want to I had to get through it so I turned that tv on and started studying he would put all his toys to one corner and crawl out of that playpen. I wouldn't say crawl, climbed out of that playpen. Very active little boy. It was to the point, like, we would go to church. And one time we went to this one church just visiting. And they would give you a number for your child that you bring. And they had this screen that if the number shows up on the screen, you needed to come check on your child. Well, we saw the number. We did not go check on him. (laughs) So the number started flashing. (laughs) We did not go. We kept enjoying the service. We saw the number. We just wanted to enjoy the service. So they took him by the hand and walked him through the church until he pointed out his parents. I think he was like three or four at the time. When I tell y'all, I was so embarrassed. I was so embarrassed, but I mean, he was an active little boy. He wasn't bad. He wasn't hitting people and destroying stuff. He just would not sit still. He felt like he had to be up and moving and all of that. He was a very active child. And no, he wasn't ADHD. He was just very active. So we had to keep him in sports, like seriously. One season in, we got him in another one. That helped out a lot with my active child. So he started playing T-ball. Um, at age, I think it was four or five, the same time we started him in football. So he he's played baseball, he's played football, he wrestled. 
Well, if there was a sport we could get him into in that season, he was playing. We could not let that little boy sit still. So saying that, he was an active child. He wasn't very troublesome. Like I said, he didn't pick on people and start drama and cuss people out. That's not the type of child he was. He was just very active. And, you know, sometimes as a mother, we have to realize we're not our child's only influence. They go to school. They have friends. We just hope that we give them the tools to help them make great decisions, decisions that will not end them up in jail or with charges or any type of the court system or even killed by doing stupid stuff. But the funny part is, boys are stupid. Let's just... I'm just going to put that out there. They are. Boys are stupid. Hell, girls are stupid too, but we're going to get into that one a whole nother episode. Boys do dumb shit. I mean, seriously, how many videos have you seen of some young teenage boys or just young kids jumping off anything? I mean, they don't think they think they're invincible. They think they can't get hurt. And as a mother, we cringe every time we see someone's child even if it ain't our own do dumb shit i know i watch um some stuff on like instagram and i see them jumping off of roofs into pools who does that shit teenage boys do that shit or they race cars at high speeds who does that shit boys do that shit I guess they have a dream of being a race car driver. I don't know why they do it. Adrenaline rush, whatever you want to call it. And the funny part is, females watch it and love it. So I guess that's why they do it for the female attention and the adrenaline rush. Boys are going to be boys. Isn't that what they say? But as a mother, we try to train our boys not to be that boys are boys thing, but to be perfect gentlemen and respectable young men. That's what we try to do. It don't always work out like that because, shit, they're going to do what they want to do anyway. And the lion, oh, my gosh. What makes, I don't think that's a teenage thing. Why do they lie so much? I mean, seriously, just be honest because if you lie, you're going to get in deeper trouble than you would have if you told the truth. They don't see it like that. They figure they can keep just keep lying, keep lying, and we're not going to catch it. But if you're the type of mother that I am, I'm going to keep asking you questions until I'm satisfied with the answer. I don't care if it takes all day. Now, my husband's the type. People are like, you lying. I ain't, I ain't fucking with it. I don't care. You lying, and I know it. And he walk away. Me? Mm-mm. You lying, and I'm going to prove you lying. I, I can't walk away from this. You're lying. I need to know the real answer. I don't know if every mother does that or if it's just me, but I need to get to the bottom of everything. I, I can't just let that sit and settle. I just can't. So, yeah, I'm going to get to the answer. None as a mother, there are those times where you realize everything that you have instilled into your son is working and he starts making sense and he starts using a little common sense. And those times make you feel proud. Like, for instance, my son had come home from college um, one time this year visiting, and he was kicking it with his friends. And he texts me, Mom, I need you to call me and tell me to come home. And I text him back, and I'm like, is everything okay? He was like, yeah, 
um, they're trying to do racing in the streets and they want to use my car and I need you to tell me to come home. That's all I needed to hear. You know me, I called. Brian, I need you to get your ass home. And of course, he had me on speaker and all his friends know that his mother has a potty mouth, so they're not surprised. They probably started laughing. So he was like, yes, ma'am, I'm on my way. So that's all it took. So things we instill in our children, they are listening. Sometimes it just, we wonder, what the fuck? I, I know you have common sense. Because there's other incidents where I've said that to my child. What the fuck? Common sense ain't your friend. But like they say, common sense ain't common these days. It needs to become common again because some of the shit that these kids do make you want to smack the dog shit out of them, punch them in the throat. And y'all probably sit here thinking, she's so violent. Oh my gosh. I've never thought about hitting my kids. I would never punch them in the throat. I didn't say I did. I said I was thinking about it or wanted to. Hell. Sometimes I feel like I need to. Haven't done it yet. Not yet, but hell, who knows? Might catch me on a bad day talking shit and get punched. Oh, well, if you don't like it, hell, turn this off. All right, now let's get back on track. So, your child, one thing we need to understand that, again, no matter what we pour into our child, our children are their own people. We can have a plan for our child's life. Hell, they can have a plan for their life. And something happens and they realize that's not the plan anymore. They don't want to do that shit no more. And if you think about it, well, I don't know everybody. I know I was like that in college. I didn't go through with what I had planned to. I should have been a doctor. But it didn't go as planned. <laughs> I graduated um, with my biology and chemistry degree. I graduated, but, you know, pregnancy threw a wrench in that. Getting pregnant wasn't cool. <laughs> Grades went downhill, tumbling. So I graduated because there was no way in hell I was going to change my whole degree program and be in college longer. I was almost done. I was going towards the finish line. With that being said, when our children don't go down the path that we have planned for them or they have planned for themselves, we really can't get frustrated and mad even though we do, because, okay, we're thinking, what are you going to do then? You need to come up with something. And we know that boys mature a lot slower than girls. And it might take them longer to figure out what they want to do. Because we don't want them to do what we want them to do, and then they're just miserable their whole life. But then again, we don't want them just being lazy, sitting on their ass, living with us. Because that is not an option. I will help you get on your feet. I'm your mother. I will help you. But I'm not going to enable you to be lazy and a fuckboy. Looking for some rich chick to take care of you while you're sleeping on my couch or sleeping on her couch and she's taking care of you. That's not what I want for my son. And I don't think any mother wants that for their child. We have to realize everything that we've installed in our children will help in the long run. And that run is long as hell. But hey, <laughs> they will get it together. We have instilled in them the tools they need 
If you're a very religious person, you know that God has their back. Hopefully they're listening to him at times. We didn't always do that. But the decisions and the choices that our children make are not ours to make. It's theirs. And sometimes they can be very disappointing. Even heartbreaking at times. The lifestyle that they choose to live, it's not our lifestyle, it's theirs. As long as they're happy and not causing harm to someone, who are we to put what we want on our children? And that's not easy to say because we all want our children to be successful. But it's not our life, it's theirs. And I've had to come to the realization of that because me and my husband, we both have college degrees. My son went to school for one year, college for one year, and he decided he didn't want to go anymore after we've paid all that money out of pocket. Not one scholarship. Out of pocket. Okay, I sound a little bitter. I am. I'm not going to lie because that was money could have went to something else. But anyway, I digress. So we've given him a chance to figure out what he wants to do with his life. Now, mind you, he's only 19. We're giving him time. But again, he ain't about to live on my couch for years not doing shit. That's not about to happen. So he has to get a job. He has one now, and he's working. So we will see how this works. We'll see. I might be on another episode cussing and going off about shit, but hey, (laughs) y'all allow me to vent. So thank you. Thank you very much. Now, the part that I'm about to get into now is really heart-wrenching for me. And some of you may be able to understand, and some of you may not be able to understand. And I'm talking about being the mother of a teenage black boy, an African-American young male. The struggles that I deal with on a daily basis when my son leaves and goes somewhere is real. It causes anxiety. It causes stress, especially if I don't know where he is. The fear that someone will do something to him and I'm not there to protect him, even though he's 19 and he probably could defend himself better than I could defend him. But just knowing that he's out there and people are terrified of my son. Why would you be terrified of him just because of the color of his skin? It's heartbreaking to me. I've seen videos where black men are running and got shot in the back. Why would you shoot him? I've seen videos of young men jogging minding their own damn business and someone trying to attack them, they defend themselves and get shot. That's bullshit. I'm telling y'all now. If that ever happens to mine, just remember the movie Law Abiding Citizen. That's all I'm going to say. This shit is not going down easy. The things that go through my mind when my son leaves tears me to my core, especially if I don't know where he is and He calls me, doesn't call me when I'm trying to call him. He doesn't call me back. Oh, my goodness. Things go through my head. Why would you want to harm someone 
Why would you be afraid of someone? Because of the color of their skin. I never understood that. I don't understand that. I don't think I would ever understand that. That boy is my heart and my soul. And to think of those mothers' hearts being ripped out when they get a phone call or a knock at the door telling them their son is gone. It's hard enough if you lose a son to natural causes. But to lose your child at the hands of someone else, I, I, I can't imagine how to get through that. I, I just can't. So not only as an African-American mother do I have to worry about my African-American son doing everyday things and someone taking him as a threat and killing him, I have to think about him getting through life, just everyday life, just being a man and having responsibilities. It's a lot on my plate. I feel like it's a lot. It's just some people understand, some people don't. And if you don't understand, maybe you're not a mother. Because I don't care what color you are. As a mother, somebody does something to your child. And you have no control over that. You have no way to protect them because you're not there. That would kill you inside. So that's things that I think about all the time when he's away from me. When he was off at school, I worried every day. I had to FaceTime my son every day just to look at his face to know that he was okay. And I also FaceTimed him to see if he was lying to me. Okay, y'all. Yeah, so what? I did. Because <laughs> I can always tell on my son's face if he's about to lie to me. So, yeah, I, I did that. So, But I love that boy. Whatever he decides to do with his life is his life. Even though I had a plan for him and he had a plan for himself, it didn't work out like that. So he chooses to go another direction and I'm fine with that. But he chooses to live too. And I'm grateful for that. I don't need somebody taking my son's life because they feel threatened by him. Motherfucker, if you feel threatened by my son, go the other fucking direction. Don't feel like you have to take that into your hands. Because I'm telling you now. It's going to go down. I don't give a damn who you are. Go the other damn direction. If you feel threatened by my son, walk away. Mind your own damn business. Don't feel like you got to be Billy Badass. Because if you attack him, he's going to attack you back. And that's any person. If you attack a person, they have the right to attack you back. And if you're the type of person that feel like you need to pull out a gun to kill somebody because you're scared, motherfucker, mind your own damn business and you won't have that damn problem. How about that? Now, don't get me wrong. I believe in the Second Amendment. Motherfucker, I got two guns of my own. I do. I love going to the shooting range with my, my friends. On our girls' trip, we find a shooting range wherever we go. So... You have the right to bear arms. That's fine. But don't just start shooting motherfuckers because you feel scared. Motherfucker, run. How about that? Act like you in a damn uh, movie in the woods. Run. You might fall. Get your ass up and keep running. How about that? Don't start shooting people because you feel scared. 
Now, I'm not going to keep going on and on because y'all get what I'm saying. We love our kids, we, especially our boys. Mothers, we love our sons. We love our daughters, too. But it's something about that boy. I love that boy. And I'd be damned if my love ever stops. He's going to do some dumb shit. It is what it is. He is. <laughs> but he's still my baby. Period. No matter how old he get. Still my baby. And I will protect my son. Whatever I have to do. No, that's a lie. I ain't doing whatever. But I will protect my son. Now, if he's in the right, hell yeah, whatever. It's whatever. But when he's wrong, he's wrong. And I will let my child know he's wrong. Hopefully, I can guide him to make great decisions. Hopefully. Everything will turn out great with my child. Hopefully, Lord willing, I pray every day. But again, he is his own person. I can only do so much. I will only do so much. Some things they got to learn on their own. Sometimes they fall on their face. And to be honest with you, we have to let them at times. Because sometimes that's some of the best lessons. Think about when you was growing up. You learned a lot of lessons when you fell on your face and there was no one there to cuddle you and ask you if you was okay. You did. And if you didn't, you was a pampered princess. I was not that pampered princess. My mother said, I told you, kept it moving. (laughs) I learned a lot of lessons from her. That's probably why I have a little tough skin now. Now don't get it twisted. I'm very sensitive, but I'm tough as well. My husband says he never known anybody to be so tough and sensitive at the same time. Yes, my feelings get hurt. I am human. But I personally don't give a damn sometimes. Say something to me, fuck you, keep it moving. Part of life. But my child will have to learn lessons without me holding his hand. And I'm okay with that. Okay, I'm not, but I am. Have to be. It's part of being a mother. We have to let our sons go their own way and hope that everything will work out for them. Thank you for tuning in to the first episode of season two. Hopefully this podcast enriched, enlightened, and encourages you to know that you are enough. Feel free to email me at ahayward.com podcast at gmail.com share this episode also you can follow me on instagram and facebook a hayward podcast also on twitter a hayward podcast be blessed